how fast you were going. What? How fast you were going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome to another episode of Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, the Iceman. Uh, it's a little bit later, of course. As usual, not bitching. No, no, uh, no guest, but that's to be expected. <laughs> Lately, how it's going. So, oh well, it is what it is. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, you, our Facebook page, YouTube channel, on Rumble. I start getting more subscribers on Rumble. I will uh, gladly start putting videos up there. You know, until then, uh, I don't know. I got a lot going on. When I have more time, I I can maybe once I retire, I'll be able to do all kind of stuff. But anyway, if uh, any of y'all listened to this past Wednesday's episode with me and Holster, we uh, talked about a. A constable, a constable in Baton Rouge that was recently arrested for domestic violence. Okay, now, I don't know if the man's guilty, not guilty. I remember when he first put the story out, we mentioned that he had this really smug look on his face, arrogant looking. I mean, I, I mean, if I just got arrested, that wouldn't be the look on my face uh, at all. I can take it right now. I've been law enforcement long enough, worked in state prisons and parish prisons or county prisons however you want to do jails not a place i want to spend any of my time i'm not gonna have a smug look on my face at all anyway about what i was talking about no that i don't believe he was allowed to carry a gun being charged with domestic violence well a club member i don't like to say people fans or listeners y'all if y'all listen to me Y'all are clubhouse members in my head. So a clubhouse member who, who asked to remain anonymous, which I respect that because there's a lot of departments, a whole hell of a lot of departments out there that have very, very strict uh, social media policies that they just lose their shit. If an employee, a deputy, a police officer, trooper or anything even would think about coming on a podcast and even though if they're not even talking about anything but stories from a long time ago nothing even active or anything not even bashing anybody just talking about funny stuff they just lose their shit and the last thing i want to do is get anyone in trouble me i am fortunate enough that the man i work for allows me to do this because if he didn't i mean be honestly, I mean, I have to pay my bills. I'm too close to retirement just to say, fuck it, I quit and go do something else. And I'm too old. So luckily, uh, the sheriff I work for, the bosses I work for, they know I do this. It's not a secret. And uh, I'm a lie. I mean, you know, I, I do it with, you know, 
their full knowledge. So I am uh, blessed, lucky, however you want to look at it. And I'm I'm probably one of the uh, few. I know a couple of other guys. I know another guy uh, in law enforcement. He has a podcast. And I know about it, but he don't talk about law enforcement stuff as much as I do. But he's he does it also. But uh, like I said, I, I'm one of the one of the few. If you go and look, listen to all the other podcasts. Excuse me. I am drinking some of that delicious salted caramel Old Smokies whiskey this evening. I am out of the watermelon. So delicious. Get you some, try it. Uh, but like I said, I, I'll, you go listen to all these other podcasts out there. I'd say about 99% of them are all either people that have uh, left law enforcement, quit or whatever, or, or older guys that have retired. They timed out. There's not many in my shoes that are still active duty that are doing this. But anyway, this person asked to be anonymous. I'm, I'm ranting. I'm just going off. Anyway, he, he uh, would give me an explanation of, of this. This guy is uh, in law enforcement in Louisiana. That's all I will say. And he said uh, he had an incident a while back uh, involving a PD, you know, he said, I'm correct in saying that if you're charged and have a protective order, you aren't allowed to have a firearm. However, there's some sort of stipulation for law enforcement saying if you're charged but not convicted, you're still allowed to work, but you have to turn in your firearm into your job and sign it out each day for shift. Uh, this officer that uh, had been charged for it, uh, they kept... Uh, they kept the gun at the department and he had to sign it out from the chief every day and at the end of the shift he had to turn it in and I, I believe he uh he wasn't convicted I think charges were dropped and stuff like that the reason for this he says was uh, most civilians can still do their job and make a living without having to have a gun which is true I mean I mean we having a firearms part of the job and I guess and I guess I guess they could always I didn't think of it. I guess they could always, if the opportunity you could, like, you work for a big enough PD or a sheriff's office that has a jail or a prison, they could put you working in there for the time being. You don't have to carry a firearm to work in the prison because you can't, or jail, you can't carry a gun inside, inside there, so you don't need one to do your job. So I guess they could always put you in there until, uh, but that is true. I mean, if you have to, carry a gun you can uh uh, do it and uh as he put down here uh the other uh that victim uh did go to the courthouse and file restraining order and it was served pending investigation but he was allowed to work and as he charged here uh Typically, if uh, someone is charged with domestic, most agencies tend to distance themselves. Yeah, yes, they do. Most agencies will distance themselves. If they don't, I mean, most of them will uh, at least suspend you with or without pay until the outcome. Because, uh, unfortunately, the type of job we do, even if uh, even while you're waiting to be found guilty or not guilty, uh it just don't look good, especially like I said in the line of business we do. You know, 
to me being suspended, you know, with pay or getting uh, like a work working in jail or something would probably be the best bet if I was the administration, depending on the circumstances. I mean, if this girl shows up and she just beat the hell and back and had to go to the hospital and stuff, I mean, mm, I know you're you're innocent until proven guilty, but come on. I mean, sometimes, I mean, I don't, I don't know this constable situation. I didn't see a picture of the girl. I didn't see anything about injuries or anything like that. But most agencies will distance themselves. And uh, even if you're charged and uh, everything is dropped, it's still going to be on your record. And good chances if you ever want to go anywhere. So if you, that, this department you where it keeps you, you decide to go somewhere else. You're going to have to go through an expungement and all that stuff like that because they're going to see that you were arrested at one point in time for domestic violence and I mean they can't use it against you but don't think that somebody going to have it in head well if he got arrested for this I mean did he do it he just talked him into dropping charges yada 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 uh, I do know a guy like I said no name uh, he was a 18 years he had on, on a job I never worked in the department he worked in it was just you know cops in a, a region tend to know each other a lot of times anyway Got himself in buying with a girlfriend of his. Uh, she ended up pressing charges on him. He ended up losing his job, fired. And uh, not too long ago, a couple months ago, I'd say she dropped charges on him, saying oh, everything's good and everything else. But uh, unfortunately, this man will probably never work in law enforcement again because they had him uh, plastered all over the news and everything else with this shit. And even though charges were dropped, uh, most agencies aren't going to take that chance. So he had 18 years down the drain. So for all you single guys out there, married guys, watch your P's and Q's. Don't take crazy bitches, okay? I mean, crazy bitches are fun. Crazy bitches will get you fired. Find yourself a sane woman if you're going to date, get married, whatever. Uh, like I was told a long time ago, by a man who's dead. And this is a quote. He said, I'm sure if y'all heard me say this before too, he said that that badge will get you a whole bunch of pussy, but that pussy will get you badge. Ladies, if, sorry if you don't like that word. That was how it was worded to me. And it is true. I've seen a lot of men, uh, a lot of cops, deputies, law enforcement professionals, lose their jobs, lose their careers, and lose their marriage over a piece of poo nanny. Don't do it. It is not worth it. A uh, good buddy of mine, old motorcycle partner I had, he used to come up with all kind of crazy shit. He's going to come up with the trailer park sexy and all that stuff like that. But uh, his nickname was Rabbit. And I doubt he listens to this at all, but anyway, I, I loved Rabbit. He was one of one of my favorite partners. I've, I've had a lot of partners, and he's one that when he left, uh, it's like going through a bad breakup. You just miss him. I mean, it was great. Uh, we even hung out when we were off with my wives and kids and all that stuff. Anyway, here I go off the subject again. Stay on topic. Ice man, stop saying. Oh, look, there's a squirrel. But like I was saying, he always, he always, he, he said one time. I don't know if he made it up or if he heard it from somewhere else. And I use it all the time. 
Uh, but credit to him if he's the one that did it. Uh, he just said, because you always hear the grass always looks greener on the other side of the fence. I believe that comes from cows and horses always sticking their heads out through there, always trying to get the grass on the other side of the fence because I guess it looks greener. He said the where, the place where the grass is greener at, for people that know what I'm talking about, is on top of the septic tank. Anybody's listening that don't know what a septic tank is, it's a very large uh, metal, I don't know what it used to be metal, fiberglass, uh, like a swimming pool underneath the ground with a lid on it that's covered up. That where all your your wastewater goes into, all the shit water. He said that's where the grass is greener at. And if you happen to have one, your pipe that goes out to the ditch or whatever, depending on what kind you have it, you can usually see right where it's at because the grass is greener right there. Uh, so just remember that next time. Grass is always green on a septic tank because that's where all the shit's at. You don't want to be where all the shit's at. Okay? It might look pretty and lush and green, but underneath it, it's a bunch of shit. You don't want to be in the shit. So anyway, I thought I'd put that out. Uh, well, like I said, keep my eyes and ears and stuff open on, on the case. The person that wrote this in, if you hear or read anything about that case, also uh, email me, let me know. Uh, also, Mr. Anonymous, hit me up. Uh, we can uh, email me and we'll figure out a way to get you them stickers and stuff. I'll save a refrigerator magnet. I have some new stickers. The person in Washington, uh, uh, I mailed your stuff out. I know it was late. I wrote you a note. I hope my handwriting's not too bad if, you have, if you've gotten it yet or not. Uh, the reason it took so long is the 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 stickers that's cut out kind of die cut and stuff like that i was waiting on those you're the first person i think i wrote that in the note uh, that was, you're the first person to get them stickers so i know it probably took like a, three weeks or a month before i mailed it out i didn't forget i was waiting on those stickers to come in so uh if you haven't gotten them you should be getting them i, I mailed them out well over a week ago so i hope you did get them but mr anonymous hit me up we'll figure out how to, how to get you your stuff uh and we'll do that. And I, my, everybody, anybody else listening, I'm talking about a story and I don't know stuff about it because, hey, <laughs> a lot of shit. I, I've been doing this 30 years. There's a lot of shit I don't know about, you know, a lot of the laws and law enforcement. I'm a traffic guy. I don't know a lot of shit about dope and stuff like that. Uh, Corn Holio will send me stuff every now and then. He's a very, very good dope guy. You know, oh, he did recently tell me he did get in a chase. I forget how fast it was, but it was way faster than anything I'd ever had. I think it was like 150, 160 miles an hour he got this guy at. And I believe he got away, but I've never even clocked nobody that fast. But uh, keep them coming. Like I said, if I'm talking about something and you got some, you know, correct me. If I'm wrong on something, please correct me. I'd rather be corrected and be right than just putting out stuff that I'm that's why I say a lot of times I'll say I think because I don't know all the time it's just what I'm thinking okay so we got that out the way the main topic I want to talk about today is uh it's not really uh I want to tell a funny oh I say funny I'm gonna tell a story after this but I don't know why lately if I'm bothering y'all with my seriousness like on the last one stuff y'all let me know I can just stop talking about serious stuff, but uh, I haven't been uh, having to help out lately uh, as security. 
at the courthouse the last few days. Uh, I'm not going to say which trial it is because I don't know where I work. Where it's, a, it's a big trial going on. It's a, a jury trial. It is criminal involving homicide and uh, feticide and stuff like that. Anyway, big trial. So lots of people, the jury's been picked. Anyway, I've been helping out at the front because there's a lot of people coming in and out. Threats have been made that I, I didn't hear them. I was told that. So we're, they're being very vigilant on uh, people coming in and out. I'm talking about usually, you know I mean? Make sure nobody's bringing nothing in that they're not supposed to have. And uh, so I've been up there the last few days. And anyway, they, uh, one of the people, one of the babies came down. He had to uh, follow the, uh, the defendant out to the parking lot and stuff because he is out. I mean, everybody's, you know, most people afforded bail. He made bail. He's, he's out. But, he, you know, he's here for trial. And uh, anyway, he followed him out to the parking lot. And this person was coming back in. And, uh, I'm sorry, Bam had, uh, texted me, let me know she was on her way home from work, and I was just acknowledging the fact that, you know, I saw it. BB and me, y'all listening, if y'all have listened to me for a while, been, you know, podcast coming up, going to be two years before long, you know, well over 100 episodes. So if you you listen to me on a regular basis, you kind of know who I am. But anyway, I made a comment, you know, I'm like, it's like, you know, you know, shouldn't do things that you do. You wouldn't have to be worried about bad things happening to you. Not in that context, but that's, that was basically what I said. And, uh, you know, I can be very opinionated and hard-headed and stubborn, just just like anybody else. And it seems like the older I get, the more hard-headed I get, or opinionated I get. Not hard-headed, I say opinionated. Uh, anyway, this person went and did their job, came back in. Now, me and, the, me and this other deputy have never, you know, we don't see the eye to eye on a lot of stuff, which, I mean, that's the world, right? Anyway, he came back in, and the reason I'm even telling the story is because it, it made me think in everybody. I mean, you get, yeah, I mean, I'm a hard headed motherfucker. You got to keep an open mind, though. But when he came in, he, he was walking past and he turned and came back. And what he said, it's like, you know, it was true. It, it was true because in, in this is why you have to look at things at more than one one angle. Everything, nothing's ever, not everything. I know everybody, like a lot of people like looking at things as, as black or as white. Well, there, there's that. You got to get in that gray area sometimes, you know. Uh, but anyway, he looked at me and said, you know, he said, he said, I'm, I'm not protecting him for his safety. He said, I'm protecting an innocent person possibly from making a stupid mistake that could affect their life forever. And I was like, okay, wow. I I said, you know what, buddy? I said, I I never thought of it like that. I never thought of it like that. And I was like, like, it's true. I mean, in, in essence, I mean, he's making sure this, you know, this person who, who I think is a dirtbag. But anyway, it's my opinion. But I think dirtbag, I'm thinking, yeah, man, fuck, I said, you know, you got to suck. That. I mean, I would, I mean, if I was, if I was in a position, I would do it too. I mean, that's my job. My job is to protect people, no matter if I like them or don't like them or anything else like that, or if they're a bad guy or a good guy. You know, 
<laughs> I don't want to see anybody get hurt. I'm just saying how it sucked. But, you know, I was looking at the fact that he, you know, was out there protecting this, this slime ball and stuff like that. And I had never thought about, you know, because the other person that could, you know, because of the tragedy that happened in their life has anger, which I've had stuff happen, you know, that I have been extremely angry that. And uh, thank God people were there or I was calmed myself down enough or did not go make that dumb mistake because I've had stuff happened in my life that, you know, I would have, you know, gladly caused extreme extreme not just beating somebody's ass i'm just gonna say extreme bodily harm to people that would have probably put me in prison okay because there's a few things that that i am not gonna put up with and i will put my job on the line for which i have in the past i'm not gonna talk about that maybe when i retire but i have you know this way, I have been suspended. I've been investigated and other stuff like that for stuff that I put my career on the line for due to family matters. Because I am not going to, you're not going to hurt or threaten or do anything like that to my family. You can say whatever you want about me. You can talk shit about me. You can hurt me. You can kill me. You can do whatever you have to do to me. You hurt my family. Wife, kids, grandkids, sister, stuff like that. You hurt my family. And trust me, you you better run or turn yourself in or something. Because you are not going to want me to catch you. Like I said, that's the most important thing to me is your family. Nothing else matters. When it comes to family, nothing else matters. Period. And if you don't believe me, if people know me, people that do know me know that I'm not lying. My job and all that stuff, my well-being or anything like that does not matter to me once you have hurt my family. So, just saying. This, but what this other deputy said, did hit me, you know, that, that he, you know, he was possibly protecting an innocent person. That was going through. That's maybe going through emotional turmoil right now, from doing something that would change their whole life forever. So I was like, "Wow!" I mean, I didn't tell him that, but I was like, you know, I didn't, never thought of it like that. I, I really, really get that. So it'll make me look at things different. That will make me look at things different now. When you see, you know, when they're. They're bringing in, you know, bad guys doing this or doing that or other stuff like that. Maybe they're not protecting the bad guy in them situations. Maybe they're protecting the, you know, the innocent, the father or the mother or the husband or, you know, somebody in the family that was wronged, you know. So, that just hit me. I was like, I was just, you know, so, you know, always keep an open mind. I try to, and I know every. It's hard. It's hard. You know. You know. I. I. You know. I have my ways. I have my ways of thinking. Everybody has their ways of thinking and what they believe in. But try to keep and I mean, at least try to keep your minds open. Your mind open and see stuff from different angles. I think this will also help help specifically law enforcement people or just civilians. Also, it'll help you in your day to day duties or your life. When somebody is talking to you, 
You're thinking, oh, this dude's just a scumbag. They're just this, that. They're not resisting. Because people you know, especially in law enforcement, they come up to you and start telling you stuff that you really don't care about. You don't want to hear or anything like that. I don't, you, you mean, you really, I mean, you just, just, just keep an open mind about it. That person sitting there talking to you right then and there, they may be going through something and, and you just having a general conversation with them about nothing, nothing that you even care about, whatever they're talking about. It might make the difference between, between them going to commit a crime or hurting themselves or hurting somebody else. You don't know. Just that, just a few minutes out of your time, even though you don't really want to be there doing it. Don't want to be there talking to them. You're not interested in conversation or whatever like that. Take your time, especially in law enforcement. People come up all the time, all the time and talk to you. I had a man today. He recognized me from a call. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I mean, I didn't lie to him. I just didn't look at him and say, look, I don't remember you. I deal with a lots and lots of people but you know obviously he remembered me so i must have made an impression that he remembered me uh at the courthouse that he came up to me you know and he's like oh then and i was like yes sir i didn't say i don't remember you i'm gonna hurt a man's feeling in case it came back to me also i, I believe I, i'm i think i might know but i'm not real sure what type of call it might have been but anyway he his son's in high school and recently won uh Won a, uh, the whole match at a wrestling competition for a school or something like that in uh, high school. And he showed me the video of it. And I, I know nothing, absolutely zero about wrestling. Not not the, you know, Hulk Hogan shit or nothing like that, but just like, you know, you know real sports wrestling. Uh, I knew nothing about it. I don't know about the point system. I have zero clue about it. Nothing. Well, I watched this short tech video of it. So, you know, when the kid did look like he knew what he was doing, I mean, I talked to him, you know, and looked at him, I'd be proud if he was my son. I mean, he looks good to me. Maybe he'll do good enough to get a scholarship or something like that. It took, what, seven, eight minutes out of my life? I mean, I, but the man left, he was smiling. I mean, he was proud of his son. He got to tell somebody, I mean, fine, good. Don't blow people off. Don't just sit there. I mean, actually act like you're engaged in the conversation because trust me, as you know and I know, people can tell if you're just, you know, aggravated and don't want to be talking to them. Kind of like when you call somebody in the phone and you can just tell they really don't want to be on the phone with you. We've all had it happen. Just I'm not saying you got to be like, you know, oh, yeah, best friends with them. But don't, but don't act like they're bothering you. I mean, show, act like you care a little bit. Like I said, you never know. Uh, it's Christmas time, close to it. December, stuff like that. January is a high time for suicide rates. You might end up just being out a little bit, not uh, somebody do something with themselves. So that's, that's what I have to say about that part right there. That just part set me to keep an open mind. I, mean, I try to. I try to. It's hard. Like I said, it's hard. It's hard not to be. Just like, you no, know, this is the way I think, and it's the only way I think. There's always two sides. You may not agree with it. You don't have to. But like I said, this guy said something that made me look and think of something. I never, that never part never crossed my mind. So keep an open mind when uh, just anybody's talking to you. Like I said, you never know. You might learn something, or you might help somebody or something like that. 
uh, I guess I'll call this episode Keep an Open Mind because uh, just keep it. All right, on to uh, a little uh, traffic stop story from last week, and we'll wrap this up. Uh, I always talk about it. I never try to drive faster than what I would pull somebody over for. Okay, I'm usually, like I said, everybody knows I'm an 11 mile an hour ever guy. So if the speed limit's 30, if you're doing 41, and I'm working in whatever, I have some good chance I might pull you over and give you a ticket. So I give 10. I think that's, I mean, they got 15 over guys, you know. Sometimes, it depends on where I'm at or what I'm doing. Sometimes I do give 15 over, but the general rule is I give 10. Anyway, I was out writing tickets in my favorite area, and uh, I had to take a piss. So I left my westbound area. I like working westbound. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. But anyway, went to the exit, relieved myself, because uh, being at 50, I'm at 51 now. I can't hold it as long as I used to, so... When it hits, I like to get it taken care of. So anyway, I did my business. I'm heading back eastbound. Now I'm in a this speed limit sixty miles an hour. I am doing exactly sixty six miles an hour. Okay, six miles an hour average speed limit. Which I'm not going to pull people over for that. But it's also everybody else. Nobody wants to want to drive the speed limit as we know. So I figure I'm gonna, okay. I'm going to do six over. Well, this one car comes up on me. I see it coming. Guys, cars getting it. They got up almost right beside me and realized they were like, "Oh shit, that's the popo." They nosed out of the car, slowed down. They got behind me. I'm like, "All right, I can, you know, it's cool. At least you know they got enough common sense and respect to do that." Right after that was a white Chevy Malibu. It comes up, comes up on the side of me. It don't really slow down. It goes ahead and passes me. I'm like, "Okay." Well, while I was doing this, I was like eating all my small beef jerky I had got as a snack. So I'm eating it. Well, I could get in behind them because I was in the right lane, you know, non-passing lane. I wasn't passing anyone. So I get in behind them into the left lane. Well, they proceed. Now, I'm in a fully marked unit, bar lights and all, okay, fully marked. And uh, I start. I got my radar. It has same lane also in a pace clock. They get up to 83 miles an hour, sustained. So I, you know, activate my lights and pull them over, make the traffic stop, yada, yada, same old, you know, call a plate in, make my approach. So a lady driving, male passenger, two uh, juvenile smaller children in the back seat, properly restrained, it appeared, anyway. Uh now, ma'am, the reason I stopped you was you're doing 83 miles an hour in a 60. I said, you passed me up. I was doing 66. She looks at me, and I said, I need your driver's license. That's all I needed was her driver's license. Well, she digs around and finds it. And uh, so I go back to my unit and uh, come back just a minute and a half or so later, two minutes later. Ma'am, by signing this, it's not a mission of guilt. Just state you're going to pay the citation fine or show up in court. All the information you may need, phone numbers included, are on the bottom of the copy of the citation I'm going to give you. That's exactly what I say every single time to everyone. She looks at me with her attitude. 
No, I'm not the one that was speeding. You passed me. She looks at me with an attitude, and not just looks with an attitude, the way she talked and everything else, looks at me and says, well, I never got over 80. Okay. Well, speed them at 60. So you just said you were doing 80. I said, well, ma'am, I said, I got you at 83, same lane radar, and I pace clocked you. Hmm. Well, we'll see. I said, we'll see. I said, well, look, here, here you go. Here's your copy after she signed. Oh, first when I had her, I said, here, you need to sign right here in the white area. You just use your finger because I have a gizmo electronic ticket writer. She just took her finger and drew a line straight across it. Uh, uh. I don't fucking think so. Cunt. That's what I'm thinking. What am I saying? It's going through my head. I said, no, ma'am. I said, uh, you need to sign your signature on here. Uh, and so she put some squiggly shit on I'm like, oh, well, thank you. That's better. I print it out. I hand it to her. Well, I'm going to get some lawyer up. All right, man. Well, I hope I see you in court. Please come to court. Please. I want you to come to court. Because this super bitch. And then she speeds off. I guarantee you if the other guy that works out there would have been up there because he works eastbound a lot, I would have radioed him and say, hey, you got a white Malibu coming at you. He had him. I guarantee you she's going to be speeding. And I, I was so wishing he was up there when she did that she took off like a bad idea because then she would have gotten another ticket, which the story from another time when I was working with the ticket master and a bunch of other guys uh, was shit like that. But anyway, she speeds off all pissed off, stuff like that. If this stupid ass bitch, I hope, I hope and pray, which she won't, she won't. I would even say it. she's from the New Orleans area, put it that way. Uh, she probably won't even pay it. Probably just get a warrant out for her rescue, driver life suspended. It's fine with me. I don't give a shit. I hope she does, don't pay and does get her license suspended. Then when she gets stopped again, then she gets arrested or something. If you want to come to court and say, I never got over 80. Come to court and please tell the judge that. Please, please, please tell the judge that you never got over 80. Because that's still 20 miles an hour speed limit. Because you're that fucking stupid. You're going to be pissed off at me and have an attitude. You passed a fully marked police car. Who's already going six miles an hour speed limit and you're going to catch a fucking attitude. If I had a super bitch award, she would get it. She would definitely get it so that's that story I don't think it's funny or whatever but I mean just a super bitch just a fucking crazy super bitch what I was saying I mentioned earlier for some reason I prefer working westbound why why man why do you like working westbound for some reason I'm sure there's no scientific study or anything on it but in this area that I work and even a, another person that works out, another deputy that works out there too, he's even <laughs> made the same comment we were talking about today. Westbound people, for some reason, are much nicer and politer than people going eastbound. I have no idea why. If you're going westbound, you're heading towards Texas area. If you're going eastbound, you're heading towards like Mississippi, Alabama, Florida area have no idea. But my, a lot of my stories come from eastbound people. 
Because eastbound people are just assholes for some reason or bitches. It's like, why just going east just changes your attitude? I have no idea. I have no idea. But westbound people are so much nicer. So I prefer to work westbound just because I don't like dealing with a bunch of bitches or dickheads or however it may be. So I don't know. They need to do a, a study on that instead of climate change. Which is bullshit. We'll get into that shit on the other podcast. Anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about today. If y'all, if y'all not liking me talk, talking about serious stuff, hey, hit me up. Email me. Let me know. Send a message on Facebook. Uh, it's just what's been on my mind lately. So, or what I figure I put out some of my thoughts since uh, I'm having any guests, which I still am working on. Always working on it. If you'd like to be a guest. Please let me know. If you have stories that you would like me to read, I can keep you anonymous. Write down the story, and I will read it. Probably add to it, like I did before, which I totally enjoyed. It was so much fun. Write, write, write down a funny story that happened to you, and I will gladly uh, do another you know, guest writing story episode. Anyway, uh, if you're listening, uh, you know, subscribe to me on whatever platform that you're listening on, Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, uh, all of them. It's, it's out there on a, a shit ton of them. Just if, if you're listening to me, make sure you subscribe so when uh, I put new episodes out, you get the alerts. Uh, tomorrow night, because uh, it's Tuesday, tomorrow, Wednesday night, of course, live show on uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and Truvo. Uh Go on one of those, watch a live show, uh, comment to us. We'll comment back. Uh, let us know. If you do happen to watch it or see it on there, like, subscribe to that, share it with your friends, help us get bigger. Uh I'm not trying to make no money on it. I just like to reach out to more people because uh, just what I want to do. I enjoy doing it. Uh, I hope y'all are enjoying it. Like I said, like and subscribe. Uh, no outro music yet. I've been looking at some copyright-free stuff. Uh, I keep getting copyrighted even on non-copyrighted shit that I downloaded. So I'm not sure what's getting copyrighted on me or not. So uh, come back tomorrow. If not, we'll be put, I'll be putting out the audio part of it also. Uh, so be safe. Watch your back. Watch your partner's back. And remember to smile because the Iceman could always be behind you.